Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Anyway, go back to the moment when the, the moment uh, arrived, and we saw this wonderful picture of you with the flag. Yeah, I hadn't noticed that at the time, but obviously, if someone from Wexford carries a Wexford flag, there is something behind it all. And uh, I was delighted to have done that. In fact, it was the first time I carried that flag with so much pride. So much pride. Yeah, it was wonderful. Great. And there were a lot of Wexford people there as well, uh, supporting us, which was very important. And we won the day, as they used to say long ago, uh, on the football and hurling field. Bring back the day was an expression that was used back in 1910 for the yeah. footballers. Uh, I'd love to day. know the journey about the flower for you personally, before we even get into what it means for Wexford, because you have you been to every single one of them since you could go to a flower? When did you go to your first one? Well, I first drove in my car to uh, Swinford in Mayo in 1959. And I competed there, I remember well, and I've been at every single All-Ireland flag show ever since. Now, there were a couple of years uh, where there wasn't a FLA. I think 71, there was no FLA. And of course, there was no FLA in the last couple of years. So if you want to add up from 1959 to 2023, that's so many. It's about 62. And what made it so special for you, Paddy, because that's a, a fair achievement to have gone to so many of them. What, what is, for you, I'm trying to get into the heart and soul of Paddy Burry and what the flower means to him, what does it mean to you? Well, um, I started to sing when I was very young. So that mean, that proved to me that I must have been a singer because I was yeah. asked to sing. And there was a singing competition at Flackhill and Heron, uh, or any fly, even a county fly. And I was secretary of the Bargy branch of Coltus back in 1959, the 11th of June 1959. I was secretary of the Bar- Bargy branch of Coltus. Yeah. And having, because I was secretary, I had to enter uh, others in, in, in the competition. So I put down my own name as well. Okay. Just, just to make up the names. And didn't I win that competition back in 59, uh, singing Skibberine and uh, I can't remember the other. And that put me on a pathway towards the next fla and the next fla and the next fla. Yeah. And then I won Wexford and then I went to the province and then I went to the All-Ireland. And I won that on a couple of occasions. So that to me anchored me very tightly to Coltus Kjoltori Erin and singing and stuff like that. And Coltus brought me on three tours of America back in the 70s. And it's return for the compliments that they showed me that I would still be uh, a very strong member of Coltus Kjoltori Aaron. And why did you see Wexford Town as being the ultimate for you to get the FLA to Wexford Town? What, what drove you to get it here and to want to have it here? Well, uh, in nine. In 2015, on the 8th of October, I had a phone call from uh, Mr. Tom Enright. And he said to me, he said, Paddy, I don't know you, but he said, I believe you're the man I should talk to with regard to bringing Flacchol and Heron to Wexford Town. And I said, yeah, sure, okay. So that's how it started. Uh, Tom Enright uh, helped us all the way uh, in 
in in in trying to bring uh, trying to bring the flower, we got a group of people together and we let it be known to everybody. Mm-hmm. And if I'd attended sixty-two flower kills over the years, I would know an awful lot of people, both singers, musicians, and more importantly, members of the Ard Corla of Coltus Kiltori Aaron. I see. Yeah. And I I I remain uh, I remain the true friend of all those thirty people. Right. Uh, that would be voting for the FLA anyway. And I knew that I was able to talk to them with regard to bringing the FLA here. So that's how it came about. And I also knew over the years that if you, if you, uh, if you, if you stay in long enough to look for the FLA, it will come your way eventually. Right. And I think others have, others have said that too, uh, because you build up a friendship and an association and you become known maybe as somebody that would sing a few songs or whatever and Wexford of course is a proud county anyway and there's an awful lot historically and culturally and in every other way so carrying that flag uh, last week yeah. at, in Culturland uh, behind the county down flag would you believe representing Did you shed Belfast. a few tears as you carry that flag Patty? Uh, I didn't know. I didn't. Did I you shed a few tears, but I there were butterflies coming, not alone in my chest, but they were coming out in my fingers. <laughs> I felt I felt like my fingers were butterflies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and then the, the joy in the room because Barbara Walsh, uh, Councillor George Lawler, uh, they were all telling me about the, about the atmosphere that was there. Uh, I, I, mean, I say it was electric when the announcement was made because Belfast put up a fairly strong proposal as well, didn't they? Oh, they did, and uh, although we had a fair idea about six or eight months ago uh, that the flower would be coming to Wexford because we had a look at the Belfast uh, bid uh, and we got to know their background and we knew that it wasn't their time. Mm. They had a little more to do uh, and uh, that was that was the reason why we felt so confident about yeah. it. So it was a confirmation of that confidence that yeah. that, that set in, I suppose. So that maybe didn't right. allow the tears to come out because we had had a fair good idea it was going to happen. Now, what way. does it mean in, uh, with the arts? Because in, in people instinctively think of the traditional musician side of it. But I said to you, like, uh, one of the dreams I have is the Shannon's dance. And you said, yeah, there's going to be competitions for Shannon's what, what are the various disciplines that we'll see here in County Wexford? And then we get on to the scale of this, or in the Wexford Town District. So what are the disciplines, apart well, from traditional music, singing, Shannon singing, what, what else goes into it? Well, traditional singing has increased tenfold in the last uh, five, or, five or ten years. We have a traditional singing festival in Rosslare every year for the past 30 years, where okay. people come from all over to sing traditional Irish songs. And there is a difference in traditional singing and any other type of singing. In fact, there's a huge difference hmm. in that uh, we, there's, there, there's no musical accompaniment. And the type of song is a song that will tell a story. Right. Because ballad singing, ballad by its very name, means story, storytelling. Someone said, oh, you're only down there telling stories. And I say, yeah. Yeah. So that's why. And the culture, the, the past, um, Tom Harper and uh, Bates, they were in my early days the, the kingpins of traditional music. And I follow their star all the way through. And I hooked into uh, the idea of 
promoting traditional music, song and dance from from the from the, from the fifties. So it was no big effort on my part because I knew what I was trying to promote. I was satisfied and happy in my in in my being yeah. that this was the way that I was going to go. And here I am today now promoting along with many other very good and strong cultured people. Yeah. The scale of this, Paddy, what are we talking about? I'm looking out in the key front here. That's going to be one of the vantage points. You're hopeful that Park Ormond will become one. Uh, Bettyville Racecourse, the racecourse. Uh, just talk to us about the sheer scale of this because it's massive, it's huge. Well, it is. And I've said over the years that it's always bigger than you think it's going to be. And I'd say that again now. It's bigger than... I think it's going to be, having, having uh, travelled to all these uh, flag holes. Uh, our greatest asset is the key, the wooden works now that has expanded to such an extent. And on that key, uh, there will be the gig rig, uh, which runs all, all, all week. And on the other end will be TG Carr, who run, run a television programme all, all the week. So the key... Is the key, okay? Or the K is the key yeah. to our to our to our flat. We need to get people off the main street. Yeah, the main street is very tight, but a little bit tighter than it was in Ennis some years ago, sixteen okay. and seventeen, I think it was. And they had a plan as to how they control the people on the main street. And uh, I was talking to the chairman there only some time ago, and he has a plan as to how that can work. But of course, we leave all that to the Gardaí okay. uh, and uh, other other people. Uh, now, um, the race course then, because there's events uh, literally going round the clock. Is it Paddy, or what, what scale are we talking about? Yeah, well, um, people would come in on Sunday afternoon uh, because. The Skolegsha starts on Monday morning. Okay. And that Skolegsha will be attended by up to seven or 800 young people, mostly teenagers, but not, not all teenagers. And that would run from Monday to Thursday. Okay. With, with the best tutors, the best traditional tutors in the world that would be there giving out their uh, knowledge and experience to all those. And on Thursday night then, there's a huge concert uh, with all those tutors, a tutor's concert, which is huge. So on the Monday morning, then Skull Eggs would start, it would run all the way through to Thursday. Yeah. That's the beginning of it. The gig rig would be set up on the quay for the opening ceremony on Sunday afternoon, and the President of Ireland always opens. And we'll expect a huge crowd there yeah. uh, on that afternoon. On the Monday, then, the gig rig would run. And there would be about 120 half-hour shows of groups from all over the bloody world. Like yeah. They would come, to, and they'd want to be on the gig rig. That's where they want to be, yeah. because the masses they would attend would fill the key out there. Wow. They, they really would. And I've seen it before. I've seen it so many times. I mean, you wouldn't get it within 100 yards of a gig rig. In fact, they had two gig, rig, two gig rigs in in Mullingar okay. this time. 
So that's that's the that, scale of it. That's the scale of it. I, I, I'm going to say I'm going to wrap it for the moment because you and I will be talking at length over the next number of months because you need volunteers, and that's a, I think you want to make that point straight but, clear, yeah. uh, very clearly this morning. You urgently need, you need 1,600 volunteers from around well, the county. There are two points I'd like to make, Alan, and uh, I, I will make these points as strong as I possibly can. We need volunteers. We need people to come to us between now and the flower, which is a good bit of time to sort things out. We need those volunteers very, very badly. And of course we get volunteers from other counties. Uh, We would need local volunteers who would work from 10 o'clock in the morning until 12 o'clock at night for six or seven days. But we would also need accommodation. Uh, Even though there's sufficient hotels, uh, Column Neville has 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 made that point strongly in, to, in 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 the newspaper today. We need accommodation, and the accommodation that we usually go for a crowd of us every year is we we uh, we book a house right. and we look after ourselves. And the people in those houses would perhaps maybe go out the country to their daughter or to their mother or whatever and leave their house to these fla people who do not only play music and sing songs. Okay. And when they come back on a Monday morning, a fancy little check would be put <laughs> into their hands. <laughs> and I'm sure... That'll go down th- well. I'm sure that would go down very well. And Thank that's you. the key to the whole thing. And uh, I'm saying that to the people uh, of Wexford. It's, it's wonderful. Paddy, uh, before we wrap up, the first of many chats with you, because we're going to drive this on now. This is huge for Wexford. You have an instrument there with you. You're going to play a tune for me, are you, to wrap up our chat this morning? As we salute you, I said, I thought you were going to be beatified at the council meeting the other day. There were so many councillors and people in high authority paid you tribute. I said, this guy is going to be the next president of Ireland. So you never know. So, Paddy, what are you going to do for us now? I'll be president of Ireland in my reincarnation. (laughs) All right, Paddy, that's a fair statement. Right. What are you going to do? A tune? Pla 2024 and hopefully 2025 on his way to Loch Gorman. And you asked me to say this, you say, up the ands, is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, up the ands, up Wexford and up Flakjolnaherren. And here's to 24 and 25. Raise your arms with me, Alan. Right, I have the arms raised, Paddy. 24 and 25. Up Wexford and up the Harriers. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.